Hello again, welcome to another episode of the Iranian Market Minute. Today is Wednesday, June 8th, and this is episode number 136. My name is Justin Hewn. I am your host. I'm the founder and publisher of the Uranium Insider Pro newsletter, the only investing newsletter that focuses solely on uranium and publishes on a regular monthly basis. As always, nothing that you see or hear in this podcast is intended to be investing advice. I am not your financial advisor. This is not financial advice. Please always do your own due diligence when it comes to investing and always take responsibility for your own choices. All right. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. I do appreciate each and every one of you. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this channel. Um, we're approaching 15,000 subscribers here. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if we surpassed that today, which is amazing. 136 episodes in, and we are eight months in now to doing this podcast. So I, I'm so grateful to see um, the number of folks interested in nuclear energy interested in investing in the uranium space continue to grow as this thesis continues to improve almost on a daily basis. So thank you. Thank you. Uh, like the video, share it around, if you will. Um, I'm happy to see that this channel continues to grow. So I appreciate you. Thank you sincerely. All right. Um, pretty, a uh, little bit of backing and filling today. Uh, the sector sold off a little bit today with a weak broad market, some weak tape in the broad market. And of course, pulling back from huge gains yesterday. And this is going to happen day over day, uh, week over week, month over month, no matter how uh, positive the sector is and how positive a fundamental development is that moves the sector like we had yesterday, we are going to see short-term profits being taken, especially with a choppy broad market. That's exactly what we saw today. Nothing related to concern yourself with. Um, in the mailbag section today, I'm gonna to talk a bit about Germany and a bit about Japan. Again, I think these are interesting stories, um, but let's jump right into the daily scoreboard first and take a look at the flows into the sector. All right, so the spot price of uranium up again today, 51.75 a pound mid-market. Sprott Physical Uranium Trust purchased 300,000 pounds yesterday. That was their largest purchase um, in a while. Um, and like I said, I did uh, share some of this data yesterday because I recorded so late in the day. They did raise 28.3 million in new money and they closed at a healthy premium to NAV of 3.45% uh, yesterday. The trust did trade up and down today, ended up closing down with the spot price moving up. So they certainly are probably back at a discount to their net asset value as of the close today, if I had to guess. And so SPUD has now taken in hundred million, more than hundred million dollars in new investor capital in the last 10 trading days. Very good to see an average of 10 million per day. I will take it. They now hold 55.9 million pounds of uranium and their total NAV sits at 2.92 billion. Since New Year's Day, since the beginning of the year, SPUT has acquired 14.6 million pounds of uranium and raised $834 million in new capital. So SPUT starting to pick up a little bit of steam here. Um, of course, we have yet to see massive flows come back into the space. And as I've reiterated over the past few weeks, we're unlikely to see huge flows come in until we have a general risk on across the markets, lacking further positive catalysts for the sector. But that doesn't mean that we won't continue in this trend of outperformance. And I will show you that chart in just a minute. All right, SPUT now sitting on 106 million in total capital. We'll see if they uh, uh, spent any of that today on some more uranium. We'll have to see. Looking at the ETFs, URA reported no change. URNM reported 25,000 shares in new issuance which gave rise to 1.8 million in mandated buying, effectively offsetting the URA redemption selling that happened a couple of days ago. 
uh, not a whole lot in flows either way for the ETFs. Um, yesterday, the URA and URNM joint assets under management jumped by $116 million, now sits at $2.7 billion for the joint AUM for these two ETFs. All right, let's take a look at the charts. Starting off with URA down barely on the day, minus 0.25%, actually holding up quite well, considering not only the gains of yesterday, it was up almost 6% yesterday, but also, like I mentioned, the weak tape in the broad market. Let's look at URA relative to the S&P, um, holding up very, very well today uh, relative to the broad market. And as you can see, zooming out this trend perfectly well intact, and that pullback very close to that trend line was the bottom, as we had uh, highlighted multiple times. And we actually sent a bulletin out to our members of Uranium Insider Pro at the actual low of this pullback, highlighting this chart. That went out to members saying, basically, historically speaking, a pullback to this trend line has represented a fantastic entry point or place to add to positions. That went out to members marking the precise low Hopefully they, um, they, they took that and ran with it. And I just wanted to highlight that again today. We'll see how this goes, how this chart goes from here. Um, I would like us to at least come back and test these previous highs. I wouldn't be surprised to see some resistance back at this level once we get there. And we are going to watch that very closely. Sprott Physical Uranium Trust, like I said, trading down today almost 2% and with uranium up a bit today, we're likely right around NAV, if not at a slight discount to NAV. However, we did trade up in the early hours. So I wouldn't be surprised to see SPUT raising more cash today, which is great. Cameco leading the pack up again today after such a strong day yesterday. I think they were up almost 8% yesterday, if I recall correctly, and up another 1.15% uh, another today on decent volume. Very nice to see Cameco as a leader of the pack continue to outperform. All right, mailbag section. So um, somebody asked me about Germany the other day. What's going on in Germany? So uh, first Japan and now Germany. So the question basically was, uh, is it possible that the Germans are actually re rethinking their anti-nuclear stance? Um, you know, with Germany, I never hold my breath, but there's continuing to be uh, little tidbits that come in to support the fact that it's possible that Germany could consider this. Um, like I said, I'm not holding my breath, but what are we seeing now? So two days ago, the editor in, the editor in chief of Germany's Bild, B-I-L-D, the largest European newspaper in terms of circulation, demanded a halt to Germany's nuclear phase out. This is pretty big. Um, this goes out to a huge list, a huge audience, a huge readership for this um, particular newspaper. For years, we've told our subscribers we expected Japan to turn on its idled reactors. Now, under the newly elected government of Prime Minister Kishida, Japan is doing exactly that. And of course, we've mentioned multiple times, and most people who have been following this space for a few years know that Rick Rule has always pounded the table that this bull market really doesn't get going until Japan just starts to restart their reactors. And I was skeptical of that, of that, um, of that thinking for a while because you know we are now at uh, pre-Fukushima levels of demand for uranium globally with the global nuclear fleet. And we've seen a lot of that mobile supply, if not most of it worked through, 
due to not only carry trades, but also sput cleaning up that last 30 something million pounds over the past nine months. But now we're in the situation where the Japan restarts are not really needed for this thesis, but they're happening regardless. This is a very, very big deal. So now that we've seen that come along, what are we seeing in Germany? Germany's energy policy has obviously been an absolute disaster. Their over-reliance on Russian energy supplies, which we noted, we noted uh, this was December 2020, I believe, when we talked about in our news, our monthly newsletter, where we noted uh, Germany's over-reliance on Russia and how that could come back to haunt them uh, if Putin decides to do something stupid. Now we're seeing this uh, in terms of the EU and the US really wanting to cut off Russia, but they just can't. They just can't do it because they're reliant on Russian energy supplies. So uh, Germany has three reactors remaining. They had six reactors remaining. As of December, they shut down three reactors in December. And those reactors have yet to be fully decommissioned. Technically speaking, they could be restarted. Now they have three more that are supposed to be shut down in December of this year. So now they are left in this very, very vulnerable position. And now you have the editor-in-chief of Build basically saying, basically demanding that these reactors remain online. This is a very influential person with a very loud voice and a large readership um, pounding the table on this. So that's, that's very positive to see whether or not Germany keeps those reactors online. It's positive to see that the sentiment has shifted. You know, sentiment for nuclear following Fukushima, especially in Germany, was uh, very, very negative for a very long time. The public was 100% in support of uh, nuclear being phased out and believed in the dream of the, of the energy vendi, the $500 billion into renewables that has led to the worst air quality in all of Europe and the highest electricity costs in all of Europe. Um, so that was, uh, you know, an abject failure if you, if you look at the numbers. So now, uh, now they have three reactors left. Will they keep them online? It's looking like that potential is actually there. Like I said, I won't be holding my breath on it, but to see the people actually turn and be in support of this is huge. To see the majority, when you pull the Japanese citizenry, the majority are in support of restarting nuclear. Now that the people are on the side of this, it has a much more likely chance of actually happening. So very positive to see. All right, I will see you again tomorrow. And tomorrow, oh, today's Wednesday. I've got two more days. Thursday and Friday of this week will be the last market minutes for a week. I will be traveling on business um, Saturday through Thursday. So the following market minute will not be until Friday the 17th, but I will see you tomorrow and Friday. And until then, have a great night. Be well. Cheers.